I'm so glad that you could join me for Bridges today. I'm Monica Schmelter, and we're going to talk about the truth about your emotions. And um, if any of you are familiar with my story, you know that for many, many years, I was absolutely ruled by my emotions. Even after becoming a believer in Christ, I just had a really hard time with them. And there were just so many things that I didn't understand. I mean, I knew it was uh, a sin to be so angry that it spilled over into rage, but I didn't feel like I could stop that or how to manage that. And so I bring you today's teaching, the truth about your emotions uh, in a lot of humility because God has been so patient with me over the years and also with a lot of excitement and faith because emotions and and truth number one for today is emotions are a gift from God. And God gives us emotions for many, many reasons. Emotions were around long before the fall, you know, of Adam and Eve. Emotions were there from the beginning. And emotions are a gift from God. And they help us in our relationships. If we can just lean into God's word and understand not just what emotions are, but how they can function in our life and how we can receive God's help with them. So truth number one is emotions are a gift from God. And we understand that we're made in God's image and that our emotions are really, they're rooted and tied to whatever it is that we value. So as believers, if we experience something good, we experience joy and contentment. Uh, Let's say, for example, that someone just really loves money. So if they win the lottery, right, they're going to be pretty happy about that. So their emotion, it's rooted, it's tied to what we value. So if you value money and you've got a lot of money, it will produce the emotion of joy or happiness. And so we all know that that kind of joy and happiness, if it's rooted and tied to worldly things or temporal things, uh, it's not always so helpful, but it helps us to understand whatever we value in our lives, we are emotionally connected to that. And I want to take you to a story in the book of Luke, uh, the first chapter, and I'm going to read there starting in the 39th uh, verse out of the New Living Translation. And I want to show you emotions and how they come up in this biblical story between Elizabeth and Mary. And it says there, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leapt within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. So let's look at this story. Mary goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth because Elizabeth, her emotions are rooted in what she values. Elizabeth is a godly woman. She values life. She values God. 
Mary walks in, being with child, the savior of the universe. (laughs) Mary walks in and it says a number of emotional things happen. Elizabeth gave a glad cry. The womb, the baby within Elizabeth's womb leapt for joy. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Lot of joyful emotions going on, and it's all those emotions are tied to what these women and (laughs) the baby in Elizabeth's womb, to what they value, God, the Word of God, life. And so because they are closely aligned with God, with the Word of God, and what they value is life, they experience these joyful emotions. And so you see here that emotions, they are a gift from God. They allow us to experience life. They allow us to experience relationships. They allow us to connect with others. Now, I gave you a joyful example in the Bible, but we also understand that if we experience something that we regard as negative or we experience something that is a loss and we value whatever it is that we lost, be that a person or perhaps some kind of a possession or a job, then we feel those corresponding emotions like anger, sadness, or grief. We know that when we read the Bible that there were all kinds of emotions going on in various different situations, And sometimes in our Christian lives and in certain Christian circles, negative emotions are, we act as if those are to just be avoided at all cost. And certainly if the negative emotion spills over into the sin category, then that's a problem. I shared as we started today's show that for a long time, I was mastered by my emotions rather than being, um, under the lordship of Christ in that area of my life. And so my anger did spill over many times into the sin category and cause damage to me and damage to my relationships because I was not walking in a a whole or a healthy way with my emotions. But emotions are still a gift from God. And we have to learn how to walk under the authority of his word with our emotions and not jump to the conclusion that anytime there's a negative emotion, that that is always sinful. For example, in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus went through sadness. He was experiencing 
anguish of soul, going through agony. None of that was sin. He was experiencing that emotion. He was going through that because he valued life and he knew that there was going to be such pain and suffering. And of course, his question was like any of us would be, well, if there's any other way, other examples, when Jesus was angry with the money changers, we will call that many times, we'll use that term righteous anger. Well, what does that mean? Jesus was angered because God's word was being manipulated because people were being prohibited from worshiping. In order to come in to worship, to buy the sacrifice, the prices were being escalated so that poorer people could not worship. They could not do what God wanted them to do. And so Jesus was angry at that. So in your life, if you experience anger because of sin, because a sinful action has been inflicted upon you, because someone maybe tells a lie on you, um, any, anything that would be a sin situation that comes to you, for you or for me to experience the motion, emotion of anger is not sinful. Whether you call it righteous anger, whatever you want to label it, uh, Jesus was not sinning in, in, with the money changer situation. He was upset. He was angry because people were taking advantage of other people and manipulating God's, God's word and the temple for their own profit. And that made him angry. What we see with ang anger, that emotion, and we're going to talk more in general today about emotions. I just want to give some examples. The Bible says to be angry and sin not. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Well, all of that is speaking about boundaries. Boundaries are God's idea. So emotions are a gift from God. And so are boundaries. We can't let anything in our lives just control us or master us. Think about that scripture in the book of Genesis, that sin is crouching at your door, but you have to master it. So sometimes powerful emotions, so to speak, are crouching at our door and they threaten to take over our lives. Like if we just go with that anger or we just go with uh, that grief, we can allow it to overwhelm us and to rule us. But the emotion is a gift from God and so is the boundary. So when we obey God and ask for his Holy Spirit to help us, he's going to help us experience emotions in a healthy and in a whole way so that we can enjoy our lives and so that we can connect with other people. We think about other things that are said to love one another as he has loved us. That's a good emotion. Uh, don't let a root of bitterness spring up and defile many. So it's talking about many times bitterness starts with anger. And then if we let it sit, sit in our hearts and we steep in it, many times it will go into bitterness. And if you've ever met a bitter person, and I have certainly been bitter at times in my life, and we might think, oh, this is just about me. This is my bitterness, but our bitter words come up, our bitter actions do. And that's part of what it's speaking about when it says, you know, when it rises up, it defiles many. So we bring what we're doing by holding on to an emotion and not processing it the right way. In other words, like saying, okay, 
I can't hold on to this anger anymore. I was angry, but I cannot let it spill over to sin. If we hold on to it, that grows up sometimes in bitterness and it ends up defiling many. So understand these emotions are a gift from God and the boundary portion is to help us walk in wholeness and walk in health with our emotions. There are many, many broken people in our world today. They're broken emotionally. I was certainly um, very, very broken in my emotions. And when I would give myself over to rage and yelling and screaming and being angry, sometimes initially the anger was justified. You know, it might've been because someone lied to me or hurt me. What I didn't know how to do was how to walk in healthy boundaries and how to pray that through and to say, okay, I am angry. I'm going to give this to God. I'm going to do what I can about it in the natural, like talk to the person, ask if there's some way that we can reconcile all the things that we can do. But the supernatural part that comes from God, now I have to give that to him and refuse to allow that emotion of anger to rule my life. Emotions are also indicators. So they're a gift from God, but they're also indicators. I want to read to you some scripture out of Romans 12. I'm going to read verses 9 through 16 out of the New Living Translation. It says, don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people and don't think you know it all. So for everybody who ever said that the Bible is boring, they never just read that passage of scripture. I and mean, you think about it. Haven't you met people who think they know it all? Isn't it uncomfortable to be around them? It is. It says, don't be proud, too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. Haven't you been around people that, you know, they just want to be with whoever the cool people are, like whoever they are. But the Bible tells us, you know, don't, don't think too highly of yourself. You know, don't be afraid to be around ordinary people. But one of the passages in that scripture, one of those verses say, be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. That's talking about emotions. That's talking about connecting with others through an emotion that if someone, let's say, for example, loses a family member and they are sad, the Bible itself tells us 
to bear one another's burdens and thus fulfill the law of Christ. It says to be sad, to weep with those. Take the time to meet that person on an emotional level. And conversely, when someone is happy because they got good news, like they're having a baby, they got a new job, they bought a new house, they made a great decision, just anything. Someone is happy. We're told to be happy with those who are happy. Some translations might say rejoice with those who rejoice. And so when I say that emotions are indicators, you know, there are some times, if we're really honest, right, that somebody has happy news, and rather than us being happy, we might be, say, jealous. I know probably none of you would ever be jealous, but like sometimes that happens with people. And in this way, that emotion that gets triggered, that jealousy, it's an indicator to us. It's an indicator that something is going on. Now, many times when that happens, people just want to shove that aside because we don't want to think of ourselves as, you know, bad Christians. So we pretend like we're not jealous. So we, we're like happy for the person, but in our hearts, we've got this thing going on. And, and let me just name perhaps just a few examples to help make it clear. Let's say that you've really been praying to have a baby or been praying to have a grandchild and Maybe you've got an adult children and they're they're struggling with infertility. And then a good friend of yours in life group, they say that their adult child is having a, a baby. So they're getting their first grandbaby. Or you've been praying for a baby and it hasn't happened yet. And your good friend gets pregnant. And you might have just a moment of jealousy. And I want to say that this just because an emotion pops up doesn't mean that you are in the sin category. That emotion popping up is an indicator that there is a place and a space to grow, to mature, to mature in faith, to mature in God's love. And so the idea then, the truth about your emotions is they can be indicators. They tell us where we are. Like, okay, I'm jealous. I know that the standard is God's word to rejoice with those who are rejoicing and weep with those who weep. So yes, I want to do that. Like I want to live by God's word and God, I need you to help me because I'm experiencing jealousy right now. And I need you to heal my heart and to help me walk in wholeness here. Because I know, like I know intellectually that this person getting pregnant doesn't stop doesn't prohibit someone else from you answering their prayers. But God, right now, it just feels all convoluted and everything just feels all a jumble. And what a lot of people do is they just live in that jumble and pretend like they're happy. But the thing is that stuff, the truth about your emotions is they add up over time. So what we do is we process them. When scripture says in the book of Romans and the 12th chapter to renew your mind, to don't be conformed to this world, a part, of, a part of renewing our mind is to look at what's being triggered in our lives, at what's coming up out of our spirit and to say, okay, so jealousy just popped up and I want to be able to rejoice. So God, I need you to help me walk all of this out. And sometimes it can be weeping with those who weep, 
we may find ourselves feeling like, ah, you know, I just don't have time for that right now. So wherever there's a gap between what the Bible says and what we're experiencing with our emotions, that's a place and a space to grow. Emotions are indicators. So they're invitations to grow in maturity. And nothing that I'm saying today is easy, right? The truth about emotions is that emotions are powerful. And if we'll let them, they will absolutely master our life. They can ruin relationships and families and things just spill all over the place. And yet what we're called to is to renew our minds daily in the word and to be honest about who we are, what we are, and what we're experiencing. Some people will just find themselves triggered to be jealous or triggered to be angry and just will go with it full throttle. And, you know, that's probably going to bring a few problems in your life. But if you understand that emotions are gifts and that emotions are indicators, so if an emotion is being triggered in you or is popping up that you know is against God's word or is harmful in some way, ask him to help you with it. I'm going to put some ideas and some scriptures and the online extras on the website at monicaschmelter.com to be helpful because in so many Christian circles, we are encouraged to deny our emotions or to suppress them or to pretend like they're not happening. But emotions are gifts from God and they help us in this life. And they're indicators also. They tell us where we are. There have been a few times, and I've shared, like for a lot of years, I was just a very angry, rageful person. And for me, um, as I recognized that and as I prayed about it, I was not delivered in one prayer and in one instant. And gosh, I love it when God does that, right? Anytime there's an instantly or suddenly. But for me, It was more of a process and I would feel that anger come up in me and the Holy Spirit, God was so good to me. I would kind of see that there's a line there and like, I need to stay behind this line and not let this emotion overtake me. And, but God was faithful to show me the line and I could reel it back in and put myself back under the authority of Christ and recognize that I'm angry but not let it overwhelm me. There were some times I messed up. I saw the line and I went over it anyway. And then we all know that cycle, right? Of guilt and condemnation. But the thing is, he's merciful. When we repent and we're serious, he forgives us. I wish that we could get all of our prayers answered instantly and be delivered instantly. But if he he works with you uh, in a process like he worked with me, He's still working with us. And so even though the majority of that is like completely gone in my life now, there's once in a while that I'll, it will pop up and I'll get triggered and I'll be really angry and I'll think, ugh, I didn't even think that was there anymore. I didn't think I was, I could get mad like that. I thought that that was completely gone. And so it's an indicator. It lets me know more work to be done, more praying to do, more obeying to do, more of a chance to lean into Christ more fully. Remember the Bible says we're saved and we are being saved. We are delivered and we are also 
being delivered. So we are all works in process. The important thing is that we stay the course with God. We fix our eyes on him. And that's what's important. And he works us through. Truth number three is that emotions allow us to connect with God and the people. You think about it. His word says it is his kindness that leads us to repentance. His word says that we are to love one another genuinely. I want to read to you Luke 10 and verse 27, and I'll read it to you out of the New Living Translation. It says there, uh, the man answered, and this was a question being posed to this man about how you could achieve salvation. And uh, the man answered, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength, and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. So look at these emotions, and, and love is what's being talked about. And we connect with God for our love toward him. And we love him because he first loved us. And we're to love him with everything that we have, we are to love our neighbor as ourself. So what you see is connection, 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 connection. So emotions in and of themselves are absolutely not evil. They are not anti-Christian. We are not called to just walk around with a blank expressionless look on our face. Like if you get angry, well, that's not Christian. You all, it's how we handle our emotions. It's not the fact that we have them. And of course, there are all different, you know, some people are very emotional people. Other people are not. I happen to be a very emotional person. Sometimes I wish I was not, but I am. And so I recognize that and I do all that I can to keep my emotions in check with God's word, accepting my emotions as a gift and also accepting the boundaries and understanding that emotions allow us to connect with God and with people. When you look at the fall in the garden, Adam had been able to connect with God freely. No shame, walk in the cool of the day. When sin happened, that disconnection happened, what happened? Fear popped up. He hid from God. So these emotions are indicators and they allow us to connect. And when there's a problem, usually in a relationship, it's because there's been some type of disconnection on some level. So I encourage you today to really think about your emotional health, your emotional wholeness in terms of keeping it in line with understanding that the truth about your emotions is that your emotions in and of themselves are not bad. Emotions are a gift from God. Emotions are indicators. And I'll have all of this, these scriptures from today, all of them up on the website at monicaschmelter.com because I think God, no, God certainly wants us to walk in wholeness and in health in every area of our life. Today's truth is emotional health or wholeness is discovered by living biblical truth on a daily basis. So this wholeness that we're all seeking comes by living out biblical truth, by loving what God loves and hating what God hates. It does not come about by being dishonest about our emotions or pretending that we're not having an emotional response or feeling false guilt because an emotion pops up. 
to really understand that the truth about your emotions is that they are a gift from God and he wants us to walk in them and to use them, feel them as indicators and also to connect with people. I'm all out of time, but I'll see you next time. Goodbye and God bless you. If you're hearing this right now, you're probably like, who the heck is this and why are they playing during my favorite podcast? And I get it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I do want to introduce myself. My name is Trevor Tyson, and I'm the host of Trevor Talks, where we talk to real people about real topics and real stories. I just want to invite you, if you love podcasts, if you love music, if you love books and love hearing from the people who create it, come check us out at Trevor Talks. Simply go to Google or Life Audio, type in Trevor Talks, and it'll pop on up. Hope you have a great day.